Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Manage print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134. You know, I just heard that commercial there for Legacy Heating and Cooling. And it reminded me of uh, arguably one of the greatest renditions ever of Ice, Ice Baby by our next guest. He is an Edmonton sporting icon, uh, the former heavyweight champion of the NHL, now a Montreal-based media personality. Have we uh, made contact with George LaRock? Do we have him? Of course. Yeah. George, do you remember? I mean, was that how much fun was that? Uh, you doing your version of uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby back in the day? Oh, back in the day, I still do it all the time, Bob. I love it. I could do it right now if you want. Uh, you know what? It's the summer. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, stop. Collaborate and listen. That is back my brain. You invention something that was hold me tight. The Canada flow it, Denny and nice. It whatever stop. Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights. And I go to the extreme, I'm like a rock like a vandal. Like I say, it was a job like a candle. Jazz. And I could go on and on. George, you are a man that is <laughs> mega talented. <laughs> However, if I recall correctly, at the George LaRock karaoke po- uh, party in the summer of 2008, you did not win. There was an upset special when a guy banged off the uh, English Rose version of Candle in the Wind by uh, Elton John. No, I'm not naming. I'm not, not naming any names, but I just remember it was like George, and and you can perhaps educate our listeners because they think I'm I'm blowing hot air here. Everybody was kind of catcalling me at the beginning, right when I took the when I took the mic, and then everybody yeah, shut up. Everybody shut yeah. up. Like they just stopped after about two bars. They're like, "Oh man, this I guy think, actually." Go the, for it. The thing is, often that the thing is in karaoke. Most people are always bad, and when you hear somebody that is good, people are always in awe. They're always like, oh, my God, he's so good. And I have to admit, Bob, when you took the mic, you were a bit shy in the beginning because I had this rule that everybody came to my house, you had to sing a solo alone on your own. And when you took the mic, you killed it, and you actually had trophies for a different prize. 
and you won the trophies of the best karaoke singer. You were amazing. I have to admit it. You were pretty good, and I never thought you had it in you. And uh, no, you did a hell of a good job. I have to admit it. You know, I tease you all the time, but for singing, you're a really good singer. Well, it was, you know, I, I came from a Mormon background. Seriously, I'm no longer Mormon now. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But, you know, they had a choir, and I, I know a couple of them when I was in high school were like, hey, you got to sing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to be a hockey player. Unfortunately, George, I lack the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline to have even played the WHL, let alone the NHL. I didn't carve out a niche for myself like you did. Uh, you are in Montreal. We are in Edmonton. Uh, we're, you know, we're a little bummed out here still, though I think some of the fans are getting over it. We're starting to move on a bit. How excited are the fans in Montreal at this time about what the Canadians have accomplished so far? You know, you know what's crazy? Uh, it doesn't make sense what's been going on so far. You play the Leafs, you're down 3-1, and how do you come back from it? It, it? It's insane, doesn't make sense. And then you play the Jets and you sweep them. But, but also, the guys, it, it's like... Their stars are aligned for Montreal because in the first round, Toronto lose to Virus. And when that happened, when that incident happened, I said, Curry Perry just gave the series to the Canadians. They lose to Virus, and even without the Virus, with all the talent they had, they had no business losing to Montreal, but they did. And then against the Jets, what Shifley did caused them the series because the Canadians rallied up around Evans because they said the best revenge we could do is to win the series for Evans. And then, you know, offensively, the Jets were never the same. Like, without the best player, like, they, they were not in sync offensively. And even though Price was solid, nobody was driving to the net. They made it easier on Montreal's defensemen. So, when you look at all that, to sweep the Jets, to look at the game, not so surprising. But now, the, the, the things that we all can't wait to see is, you know, in the beginning of the season, Bob, we all thought that the Canadian division was going to be the best division. And it ended up being the best to maybe the worst because the teams had no goalies and no defense. And now, when I'm looking at all the other series, I don't know if it's the same thing for you, but now we're all going to watch tonight the game between Vegas and Colorado. But it looks like it's a super league when you compare to all the games that has been played in the, in the North division. So... We all can't wait to see what the Canadians going to look like against one of these teams, one of the teams on other division. Because, you know, Vancouver and Calgary were so bad this year. And, Vancouver, uh, like, the fans were good towards the end of the season. But it's so hard to see with those, with those other teams how the team's going to look like. So we can't wait to see that. But I think, like, if Price doesn't play like Patrick Watt did, when Montreal won in 93, I don't know how they're going to stand a chance either against Colorado or Vegas. We're joined by George LaRock, Bob Stauffer with you on uh, Oilers Now. George, do you think the game seemed different from the States because of the energy of the fans? You know what I mean? Like they're stoked, they're jacked, they're pumped up. You and you were a guy that loved the fans and you loved playing it. And I just wonder if the, the intensity level... It, it comes across as more ratcheted on the television when we're watching those games out of the U.S. Out of the US because there's, you know, there's minimum 10,000 fans at every game. Well, Bob, just in Edmonton, people know in 2006 how much the energy that fans gave us. We were a hard time to be at home just because of that. And you're talking about NHL guys that play with no fans all year long in the playoffs. It's back. So, Montreal, it's a disadvantage right there because 
remember, when Montreal played in the playoffs, they're the only team that was able to get like 2,500 pounds because when the Jeff and the league did it, it was 500 people working in the health, uh, in the health uh, uh, industry, right? So only 500. Montreal is not playing in an hostile environment with no fans. But now you go in the States and it's full, it's not the same. So it is more intimidating. And then they're going to be playing teams that are bigger, physical, faster. And, of course, it gives guys on the home team, like, more energy. And the thing is, if Montreal plays Colorado, right, with the, the, like, with the altitude and everything, it's a disadvantage because, obviously, they won't be there two, three days before, and they have to adjust to it. And if they go to Vegas with a time difference, there's another adjustment. So, and on top of that, with the fans and everything, and they know that, you know, in Montreal, with the fans, that they're doing an amazing job. The government is working so hard, Bob, to get more than 2,500 people in the fans. So Montreal could also bring the benefit of having more fans to give them, to give them more energy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one for me uh, just because, and, and I have a theory on this, George. I think what we've seen a bit is it's easier to be the underdog. But I think it's a lot easier to be the underdog when there's no fans and you start on the road in the playoff series. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Montreal went into Toronto, got a split. Montreal went in and Winnipeg won the two games. Winnipeg came into Edmonton, squeaked out a couple close games. I think the fans in Edmonton could have helped the Oilers out in a couple of those games at home and helped bring some energy and 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 and, and maybe the Oilers would have had a better start to the series because they were pretty lukewarm out of the gate. And I, I and that's hard. To, like, you know what it was like back in 06. They that that fan base in 06 helped pick you guys up when you were down 2 nothing to Carolina game 3 they played a factor in you guys but, getting back in that series bob the fans in 2006 were the six men it was insane i told you this before when we were in the dressing room even though everything is in concrete it was shaking we had shivers before jumping on the ice it was unbelievable guys that were hurt didn't feel any pain like it was we were like warriors, and because of them, we knew that we have to come out and play physical because with the noise, the momentum that we carried on, as soon as we everybody started hitting, they'd be even more louder. It was unbelievable. So because of that, teams were afraid to play us, you know, under, like at home because of that, because of that noise. And, man, we were such a hard team to beat at home because of that. And it makes a huge difference. And, and that's why, you know, when you look at all the stats and records of every team that plays, you know, that's why when you play at home, you have a better record because of the fans that are on your side, that are supporting you, that are giving you energy. You know, when you're tired, you know, you want to score for them. And, you know, you know, when they celebrate, when you score, because that all had momentum. Every time the fans react to a goal or something, it gives momentum to a team. It makes a difference. It gives you energy. And then you want to explode. You want to do more. You want them to chant. You want them to sing, you know, towards the end of the game, hey, 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 bye, like, like na, 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 good, bye. Like all those songs that the fan engaged with the team when your own team is winning. There's nothing better than that because they had, they had to the show that we're putting on for them and stuff. And, you know, a fan that pays a lot of money to watch a game, they want to be entertained. And when the team is winning, they are. And we feel that and stuff, and it's just an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, there's no question about that. George, you played with Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, are you, you know, game one, the 
the Vegas Golden Knights obviously had to go seven against Minnesota. They started Robin Lehner in game one, and Colorado gave it to him pretty good. Are you surprised that Vegas has turned the series around against Colorado? You know what? No, I'm not surprised because if I look at the team itself, I think that Vegas has a better team than Colorado. And also, because of the suspension of Kadri of eight games, you know, Kadri is the second center, second best line center, right? So without Kadri, you know, there's a big player missing for Colorado. And, you know, if you look at the defense, maybe I'll give an edge to Colorado at D, but the forward lines, the four lines, you know, especially without Kadri out, give advantage to, to, the, to the Knights. And the goalie, even, the, even though group are at an unreal season and might win the Vizina in the playoffs, you know, I give the nod to Flurry before him. Because remember, what I love with Flurry is Flurry is battling right now because he wants to stay in Vegas. Vegas has a big decision to do, Bob, when the season is done. Because who are they going to keep now? When Leonard looks like the future on that team, the way Flurry is playing, I'm not so sure now if they could, get, if they could let Flurry go and then go with Leonard because of the way he's playing. He's so popular on that team. He's been playing so good that I don't know because I don't think they're going to keep both next year because of the cap. But, you know, and you know whoever they're not going to keep teams will be running to get whether Fleury or Leonard. But Mike Andre Fleury is one of the nicest guys I played with him. He's a hardworking guy, too. He's always so positive. And even though the way they, treat, like they treated him in the past in Vegas was not fair, even though they signed Leonard during the playoff. They didn't even tell Fleury that. And then they tried to deny it. And as soon as they were eliminated last year, they, they, you know, they confirmed it because it was leaked before. The, the amount of disrespect that was shown towards Fleury is so unfair. And despite all that, he kept a smile, just waited for his turn. He let his play talk. And the way that he's playing right now is unbelievable. Man, I love this guy. And, uh, you know, when, and I think that, you know, Montreal is going to be playing you know, Vegas, and just to see a battle between Price and Fleury is going to be incredible. One final one for you. Here we go. Can the New York Islanders beat Tampa Bay? Man, I don't know who could beat Tampa Bay. That team, on paper, has no weakness. That team is too good. Look at the way that they – look at just how they beat Carolina. Who beats Carolina in five games that easy like that? They are so good. Tampa could win close games. They could win, like, huge gap games. Uh, I don't know how they could do it. But, again, Barry Trust, the best coach in the league. So if there's a guy that could find a way to do it, it's him. And I love, like, new teams to, to, to win. And I'd love to have something new because last year, because, you know, that Tampa redid it. I'd love to see somebody else, you know, get there. I wouldn't be surprised if they did because of Trust. But, again, Tampa is too good. George, love having you on the show. Thank you for your uh, your updated rendition of Ice Ice Baby. Well done, my man. We'll talk next week. <laughs> Awesome, bro. That is Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, Georges Larocque. It's 148 in Edmonton. Uh, multiple texts. The text line is back up and running. And uh, this one comes in. Is this from? Yes, it is from Peter from Wainwright. He says, Bob, I learned three things about you today. Number one, you can sing. Number two, you were Mormon. And number C, it makes sense now why you like hearing your own voice so much. Because it's heavenly. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you, in an interview, if you're hearing too much of a me, that's a problem. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, 
Tampa Bay is a joke. Uh, they are a bad one. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. million over the cap. I don't expect them to lose to anybody. I think that's there's no question certain things uh, work to the advantage of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning this year and stashing Kucherov away on LTIR all season. Helped them out. The Don has texted to say, Bob, the Oilers ate it in the crapper. This is from the Don. I want to do the Don's voice. Tippett is trying to change our stars into dump and chase grinders, and the GM is missing in action, or his action is missing. Your best guess this week was John Sexsmith. I'm listening. What? How about talking about hockey, hockey systems, etc.? That one comes to us from the Don. Oh, the Don keeping us honest all these years. I, I'm flattered that he still listens to the show. I mean, that's... You know, because, you know, some days, you know, not exactly uh, having an uh, an A1 performance. We will tell you, there's an old saying in the car business, Car Scott's less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using, payments or an interest rate that's too high, and you might want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. You can call them one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three or visit brentridge.com. Back in two minutes, we will uh, get to this day in Oilers history. We hit it on it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A little bit earlier on, uh, and then wrap up the show. You're listening to Oilers Now, and it is 150 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. He's pretty good, that Leon fella. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operator for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation of Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. To the Steen Oilers history for New West Travel, here's Brendan Escott. Back in 1981, the Oilers selected Spruce Grove native Grant Fear from the WHL's Victoria Cougars with the eighth overall selection in the NHL entry draft. He, he went on to a Hall of Fame career, of course, four Stanley Cup rings and a Vesna Trophy in 1987-88. Over 10 years in Edmonton, he won 226 of 423 games played before being traded to Toronto with Glenn Anderson and Craig Berube in September of 91 for Vincent Damfus. Peter Ng, Luke Richardson, and Scott Thornton. You know, that trade of Fuhrer and Anderson at that time, to me, sort of signified the demise of the 1980s Oilers uh, dynasty. The, the team had won the Cup in 1990. Speaking of Glenn Anderson, uh, he would win again in 1994 with the New York Rangers. I remember uh, Dick Irvin uh, Jr. Uh, interviewing him, and uh, Dick Irvin goes, well, Glenn, congratulations on your fifth Stanley Cup. And Glenn goes, well, actually, Dick, it's my sixth. And Dick looks at him and goes, well, it's my 37th. <laughs> I had to laugh. It was just a funny exchange. Uh, 
We all know Luke Richardson right now, the Canadians uh, defense coach. He's done a terrific job. Former Montreal associate coach Kirk Muller has been named the associate coach of the Calgary Flames. Uh, as the uh, some might say, the Kirk Muller might be warming up in the batter's circle here uh, with Daryl Sutter. You know, Daryl Sutter coaches the team for a couple of years. Maybe Muller's the long-term replacement for the Flames. We'll wait and see on that front uh, tonight. Dave Campbell is in. For, is is Dave in for Reed Wilkins tonight, Brendan? I believe he is. Yeah, he is. And I, I might have missed out on your script I, there, Bob. I got, but yeah. uh, what does he have? I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure tonight. Well, he took it. He took a time. Uh, he took a time to reach out to me. So I will tell you where did that text go? He's got Kurt Hill, the president general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, on the show today. Local UFC fighter uh, Tanner, the bulldozer Bozer, and. Uh, a guy who uh, has been compared at times to uh, Bowser from Shanana. Uh, that would be yours truly, joining them as well. So uh, that's coming up tonight with uh, Dave Campbell. We will be back tomorrow. Guests will include Cam Moon for Brent Ridge Ford, Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Creek Resort Casino, Sportsnet Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Chad's Afternoons with Jaylen and I. Have a terrific Thursday, everybody. Back at you tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.